Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Gabby Williams of Sweat Fitness back on the mic. Gabby, hey. you, I'm, I can't even properly articulate how excited I am that you're here because you were the very first episode I know. that I ever <laughs> recorded of What the Fit with Andy. Aww. I'm like, I talk about this this episode all the time, right? Like the very first one that I did, the very first one I recorded. Podcast famous, man. Like, I took that head. It's you hold a very special place oh, in my well, heart. You know and what? I'm, you guys I'm, hold a place. This this whole podcast. I'm so appreciative of you. I'm so excited to have you back on. <laughs> Everyone, if you've been listening from the beginning, well, then you know Gabby and Gabby's fucking incredible story. <laughs> oh gosh. Go back and listen. It's it's episode number two, but she was the first one we ever recorded with. We recorded yes. hers first. She's episode number two. Gabby Williams, Sweat Fitness. Um. You'll have to forgive whatever the whatever I sounded like as a host in my very like junior. <laughs> you did a great job. Come on, <laughs> go, give yourself credit. I, I need to go. I want to go back and listen. It's been almost it. two years, guys. It's, I know. Um, in April. Yep, that's yep. when we recorded in yep. April. It was released in July, but we recorded in April. <sighs> I know. <laughs> You've been up to a ton of stuff. I can't yeah. wait to hear about it. So have you. I'm excited. I, I've been really excited to follow this and see where it's grown. Yeah. So it's been great. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's start off. What's What's been your favorite workout? <laughs> You're teaching a lot. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite workout, shameless plug. Please here. fucking do all the shameless plugging Guys, that like, you can. I don't work out other than what I do for a living. Um, <laughs> no. But, my favorite workout is sweat fitness, guys. Mm-hmm. It is. But in... And honestly, the classes are amazing. And I'm not just saying that biasly. I get to see women just glow. I think they that's the best are word. Amazing. Like um, dance fitness will always have my heart. So yeah. sweat is our the name for our dance fitness class. Yeah. And it is more than just dance. It's got a lot of fitness. It's a hit class. Um, it will push you. But you just there's you see people come in and they're really closed off. Um, and they're kind of like unsure and uncomfortable because and, it can be uncomfortable Yeah, and people might not, I mean, yeah, it's one thing you got a couple of tequilas and you're at a dark bar. <laughs> sure. Then you can like let loose, but here you are. You could do that before in, class. But. Uh, right. But here you are in a workout class and we're, and you're asking us to twerk to Chris Brown, uh, which yeah. like, well, I, do I teach you personally to, yeah. love, but <laughs> maybe not everyone does. I do a little twerk one oh one, but yes. um, no, I, you can see it. You can see that like, oh man, am I really going to do this right now? But then on the opposite side, you see the glow and you see the smile and you see people like going for it and pushing themselves. You know, when I'm like basically like, gay, give me more, run a little yes. faster, get that leg up, do this, do this. But they're doing it because they're like, oh, and then you can almost see this like, wow, I can do this and this confidence building right even in the very first class. So that is my workout because I get to physically work out and I right. am blessed to do it as a career. Um, but... It's also a workout of my emotions and my heart and my soul. Yes. Um, well, you because... do a really great job. Oh, like, it, it just, I, I think the main message that I've gotten in the classes that I've taken before is like the confidence that you want to see yeah. in people and the empowerment in people and like wherever you are in your fitness journey, however you look, wherever you're coming from, like, we're going to come in here. 
we're gonna have fun and we're gonna fucking sweat yeah i mean no like i don't want i always worry that people are gonna think because we we talk about being fun and we have a fun atmosphere and the confidence that they're gonna think that for some reason it's not a workout because i also see that little switch flip on people's faces as well when they're like oh shit this is a workout i mean i'm gonna gonna kick your ass i get a lot of pleasure in doing that however (laughs) (laughs) like a weird sadistic pleasure but um no i I love being underestimated sometimes. Yeah. Um, all the time. But no, it's good. It's good. This is what I will say as a patron of your class, right? So I think it's the perfect blend of dance and cardio. I like because that. to me, it's like, and I'm, I can only speak for me personally, right? Yeah. I want to nail some choreography. I want to at the be Beyonce, man. You right? own that shit. Like at the beginning of the song, you know, I don't know the whole thing, but yeah. you know, as it goes on, it's it's easy enough that you can learn it by the end of the song, well, yeah. but it's complex enough that you feel like you're a, that you're nailing yes. that you're, you're accomplished that you're a bitch. badass, right? Oh. That like okay, I got this. Like yes. I hit the turn, I hit this move. Like yes. it's sexy. The songs are current. It's hip hop. <laughs> Some it's, of them. <laughs> we did we did low by Flow Rider the other day, and I felt okay. Do you know that's 15 years old? Okay, please don't fucking tell me that because I was just like, wait, that's years old. No, no. I introduced it as that. Like, I, I honestly wanted to trick him and I was oh like, guys, God. we're, we're going to take it back a little bit. We're going to go back 15 years. And I think they're thinking like salt and pepper, you know, that's I'm what I would like think. like Michael Jackson. Salt and pepper's here. And, 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 and that's but, not 15 yeah, years no, ago. We're old low. as fuck. I talked about being in college. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. But anyway, but oh I mean, God, if we do right. take it back, it's a fun taking it back. But right. everything else is current. Oh, it's so good. And it, so, anyways, yeah, it's like it's <laughs> it's dance, but you are working and you're sweating. Yes. You're throwing yes. in the dance. You're literally moves. working. It's so good. I can remember. So I mean, I w- I mean, this is this is literally. You have to come back to class. Burned by the way. Into, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. This is burned into my memory that I took. I came to one of your classes. I brought my friend with me, and it was like the day after or like a couple of two days after we got back from a bachelorette party in Miami. Oh yeah. And so like we had been dancing all weekend in Miami. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, we are feeling depressed that the trip is over and like we're back to real <laughs> that life let down, man. That left down the vacation. Yeah, it's let real. Down. It's real. Totally. And I was like, okay, Brooke, like let's go to this dance class. She had never <laughs> I remember. been. Yeah. And I was like, this will make us feel so much better. It will yeah. cure all of our blues. And I can just remember st- being there and I was like looking over at her. We were dancing. We were smiling. We're like, yes, it's okay. Like we're not in Miami, but it's okay. I'm going to bring Miami to you. That should be my new, do- my new slogan. <gasps> Actually write that down, Gabby. Bring Miami to you. That's so good. Okay. But besides, <laughs> you offer other class formats too. I do. Yeah? I do. Talk, I do. Tell us I about do. that. So we are not just dance fitness. We have pound fitness, which is I have to do literally that. labeled the rock star workout. I'd love to say I came up with it. I did not. There's actual fucking drumsticks. They are. They're a weighted, they call them ripsticks, but they're weighted mm. like ripsticks. They're slightly weighted, but... Um, this is a super underestimated class as far as like people actually thinking it's going to be a workout. Cause I think that it's really hard to show in videos because most people are going to be like, Oh, you're sitting on the ground and you're hitting sticks. It's, it's yeah, really you not have to you, hold yourself with your core. You do. You have to do yeah. like Pilates lifts and Russian twists and, yeah. and, and it's their standing routines too. And you have to squat all the way down to hit the floor. You can't just like bend like you have to do a full like plie squat. 
And I mean, you ha- people tell me how they can't walk the next day. Like it's like, but it's so much fun. You're so tricked so because, and let me tell you, it lets that other side out of my personality. Now I love hip hop and my twerking music yes. like no other. Yes, I mean, me give me some Cardi, you know, but, <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes. I'm like salivating at the mouth right now. I'm yeah. like, wait, can we just like start dancing? There's a part of me that's like still that angsty teenager that also loves Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy and Gabby, Nirvana. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and so Pound lets me, you know, do those songs mm-hmm. and you get to like, like, oh man, you should yeah, like see you're a drummer. these. Like I'm a rock star drummer. Look yes. at me. So we do Nirvana Smells Like Team Spirit and it's fun to see people who you'd never think would get into the song get into the song. Like totally, it could be Shelly, the soccer mom, yes. who is like, "Hi, honey, how are you?" You know, right. you know, and just she's like jamming out to some hardcore Nirvana, and I'm like, "Yes, I love it." Okay, this, yeah. so I already told you this before we started recording, but I'm going to tell everyone else <laughs> so that I'm held accountable to it. I literally just had this idea. I have no idea what it looks like. I have no idea when it's going to happen, but I'm going to do like a what the fit. I. I I, I have some ideas Masterclass, of like theme wise. I have some yeah. I have some ideas of like theme wise of what I want it to look yeah. like now that I'm thinking through it, but I'm not going to divulge that yet. But basically <laughs> what I'm going to do is it's going to be like a day of like workouts slash experience of like what the fit guests and like people I mean, yeah. and Gabby, you're going to fucking be there and um, everyone's going to get to. And we, right now, I want, I want you to, I want it, to, I want it to be like, I want it to be like you're like the grand finale of oh, like and damn. then after this and then we're like drinking. Oh, well, I'm all about that. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want to do. Okay. Anyways, we'll, we'll come back to it <laughs> later. But I had to put it out there so people hold me accountable. And, and also let me know, listeners, is this something that you're interested in? Please the answer is know. yes. I mean, I'm going to venture to say it better be. But if it's just me and you, then who the fuck cares? It's fine. If you want a bomb ass <laughs> yeah. workout yeah. that's like a real party that you drink after, oh, cheese, yeah, yeah. <laughs> twist my arm. Right, 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 right. Okay, so my favorite workout is is part of my um, LA recap that I'm doing oh. that I'm going to talk to you about through my like whatever fitness thing that I want to talk about. So let's move right into your oh, good. fitness thing because I'm dying to hear about this. Oh, you've, man. You've... you've like clued me in a little bit you spill the tea here but i need to hear go should i open this lacroix now um (laughs) i've never had it so i don't want to like hate it you've never had a lacroix no okay you have to try okay i'm trying a lacroix i've heard it tastes like hairspray it's pample mousse it's it's grapefruit what (laughs) oh god this is gonna be awful just try it never had a lacroix in your life first time ever first time lacroix drinker not good this (laughs) you don't like it what's it taste like describe the taste this is how I imagine that like grapefruit bath and body work spray would um, Ooh, taste. taste going down. You don't have to drink it. It's, totally it's like maybe one of those things that gets better as you drink it though. So I'm going to try again. Yeah. Keep doing it. <laughs> the whole time. It could it's be. It's going to be great. I'm going to love LaCroix after this. <laughs> I can't believe you've never had a LaCroix. You've got to be the only one in the world. I'm not cultured like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drink Mellow Yellow Zero, which <laughs> I shouldn't. Um, in water. Amazing. Mellow Amazing. Yellow Mellow Yellow Zero. I love it. Ugh. Okay. Tell us. Tell us. Okay, so are we talking about what happened over the summer? Tell me about what happened over the summer. Oh, man. Quick abridged to leading up to this. Um, I've lost 200 pounds. Actually, as of right now, like 208 pounds. That's why you have to go back and listen to her episode. You yeah, guys. you it's do. Nuts. And I've gained... 100 pounds. <laughs> I've lost a whole large person. Um, but 
I have about 90-ish pounds at this point till my goal weight. And mm-hmm. it's really been a struggle over the last few years to, to get there. Like a mm-hmm. big struggle. Yeah. Uh, my body just does not want to react the way I need it to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been having this awakening of like okay I really need to push for this because I'll have moments where because it is so hard I am just like fuck it fuck it I don't want to like I don't want to track anymore I don't want to like I'm still working out but like I don't want to obsess over every thing it's exhausting and we were talking about this before like you said it's like when has there hasn't been a time when you haven't been thinking about either a a restricting part or like okay i'm excited for the next thing like i've been obsessed with food my whole life one way or the other whether i'm thinking about at breakfast what i'm having for lunch and what's gonna taste good or i'm thinking about what i'm having for lunch and how what the macros are and how i'm gonna track it and will it fit like it's one of like rip it out of your mind i do i just want to just like Eat whatever and be cool but I mean I think everybody wants that everyone does want that and I, like what I had a time capsule I wrote did we did a time capsule like me and my friends oh, senior cool. year of high school because whatever cool thing to do <laughs> yeah and we like wrote letters to ourselves yeah and the first line of the letter that I wrote to myself I won't forget it was like I hope you don't know how many calories you ate today oh god because like it's like you're like I don't want to fucking think about it oh anymore. my god I almost want to cry I think I was like that hit me man oh yeah I'm like literally getting emotional over there of that it's probably sounds crazy but uh if you've been on this journey you know man and a lot of people say get rid of diet culture but I do think that pe- you need to know what your nutrition is but sometimes yeah. it's really hard because again it's it's really easy to say fuck it so I've had many times and it hasn't just been this linear um 200 pounds in the last 10 year and by the way that's significant so I started the journey of um changing my whole life 10 years ago in March so I knew that the 10 years and it's 20 yeah Yeah. it's been a whole decade and um all of my main adult life and uh it's been a big journey because you know getting in the fitness industry and everything but then it's like that personal journey of like I'm not done yet like I still have to push I have to push harder and even though it's like so exhausting and then one day I got an ad and it said hey guess what the biggest loser is coming back on TV. It hasn't been on TV in a few years because it ended with controversy. Um, when was the last time it was on? I think like four years ago. Okay. I could be wrong, but okay. Ballpark. But it's been a while. Yeah. 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 Because like uh, one of the contestants that one almost looked anorexic, just stories of how much it, did that person lose? You know? Oh God. I can probably look it up, but well, it's okay. <laughs> it was a lot. It was, yeah. I think her name was like Rachel Fredrickson and she just looked to the point that uh, even Jillian Michaels, who I don't really care for for the most part, um, like gasped. I mean, we got to talk about Jillian Michaels. Oh God. I want to like her, but I, I cannot why, like, why do you want to like her? I want to like anyone that's supposed to be in the health in the fitness industry. I have a weird affiliation with liking people who are a little harsh like I've I've always like totally yeah I I've, get that yeah I've always liked trainers that are literally like you want to be yelled tell at. me the truth you know okay like stop your bullshit yeah and give me more which kind I of can, thing which I appreciate and I like so yeah I mean even with the Biggest Loser I auditioned ten years ago okay wait, so here we go, here we go. yeah yeah right so <laughs> even even like going going back like that's kind of significant um, when I was at my heaviest weight before I had my surgery it was kind of like a turning point mm-hmm. Biggest Loser was kind of part of my narrative the whole time. Oh. Wow. So it was like, I thought it was the universe. I was yeah. like, 
what yeah. i need to audition again and, yeah. and, and this, so you saw the ad it was coming back yeah, and so you're like it's coming back on usa and not nbc and mm-hmm. that they're actually um it's going to be different it's mm-hmm. a reboot it's different there's different trainers actually the trainer on there is amazing um i'm sad i'm mm-hmm. not working with her it's erica fitlove she lost she was 300 pounds herself once and lost a bunch of weight okay I she's like, like insta famous okay. too yeah okay erica she's fitlove i'll have to look extremely yeah. gorgeous um but just you know I, and they didn't announce that until later but mm-hmm. i didn't know but i'm mm-hmm. like but this is why I got really close to being on the show. And I, when I obviously sent him my little tape. So what I did is, um, so yeah, what's the process? You see an ad for the biggest losers coming back. And well, it's then a lot you- easier than it was 10 years ago. You used to have to film it and then send in a DVD. Now you just like upload it. It's like, so you had like your camera phone, Yeah, <laughs> my camera phone. Do, yeah. the, do they, so they give you like instructions on what you need to do. Yeah, they want you like a two minute, just like two show, minute video. show us who you are kind of thing. Okay. I think, I think mine was seven minutes. Oh, but I'm kidding. <laughs> Me long winded. So no. you film yourself. Yes. You send it in. Yeah. And it was like this burning thing. Like I saw the ad and I remember we went to see like a movie, like pets Two or something on my, my children. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole time I couldn't stop thinking about it. Totally. It was like this thing. And usually when I have those moments, it's like the universe and I'm like very, spiritual in that way yeah and i'm like okay so i mean it's like i can't stop the, and i haven't thought about the biggest user loser in years and i haven't always had good feelings about it but the promise was that they're gonna actually concentrate on overall wellness and mental wellness and not just weight loss this is supposed to be a whole big thing because like, do you believe that it's more than just a physical and absolutely right i mean right. It, it's more mental than physical yeah. um honestly but yeah. um so I go, I take footage of when I'm at my heaviest mm-hmm. and that's how it starts. And mm-hmm. I think I have it somewhere, the tape, but um, I think it's on YouTube. I put that on and then I kind of impose what I look like now. Yeah. And I said, surprise, I don't look like that anymore. In yeah. fact, I've lost 200 pounds since then. I actually auditioned for Biggest Loser and then I'm in the Verve where I where I teach the gym mm-hmm. where he's got all the you know kettlebells behind me and all that yeah and I'm like plot twist I work in the fitness industry yeah <laughs> and then so that's how it started so yeah um and I kind of felt good about it but then I honestly Gosh. thought you know what they're gonna get so many submissions I'm not right. gonna hear back I mean like how do you yeah I can't even imagine <laughs> it was kind of like oh, here like, we go a national audition like it was you're actually like, oh, fuck it yeah <laughs> it was like really cleansing to like do and kind of be real with myself that this is something I really want. Because I've got, I, you, you know, a lot of people, when you're in the strong, you get complacent. And I was mm-hmm. very much in a state of, like, complacency. Like, okay, I don't hate myself. There's a lot I can do. You know, I don't, like, I'm I'm cool. This is actually my skinny, you know. This mm-hmm. is my skinny from where I always was. I'm mm-hmm. comfortable. I don't really know any thinner. Mm-hmm. But then there was this realness of filming this as, like, you know what, I do when I get to goal mm-hmm. so that so I thought okay well that at least is what's going to to um come from this right. well that was like late Friday night I think I submitted it on a midnight on a fr- mm-hmm. uh, and this was in June mm-hmm. so midnight on Friday night um Monday rolls around mm-hmm. it's about 6 p.m mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to t- I actually am starting my first song of teaching pound over in northern Kentucky and then I have an Apple Watch and a call mm-hmm. comes through and it is an 818 area code. What's 818? Los Angeles. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should know that. Oh. I know. I should know that. <laughs> I actually did not know that. But something yeah. in everything in me told me this is not a bill collector. Yeah, right. Um, in that moment. And my heart just like 
started beating, but like I couldn't stop because I'm in the middle of teaching this class. So after a few routines, um, I'm like, okay, let's have a water break, you know? And I look over and you know how your phone transcribes and it says, hi, hi, this is blah, blah, blah from Biggest Loser. We got you. And it was like, I saved that and they, they they saw it and they're like, we loved your video. We want to do a Skype interview with you, which is actually the second step. Um, My producers love you. They want to, we, we love your, uh, you know, your story. And I'm like, like dying. Totally. And then inside I'm like, I made it. I did it. (laughs) No, like. I just was like in complete shock. Yeah. Um, immediately after class, I go and I call her back mm-hmm. and schedule the Skype interview for that Thursday. I'm like freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. I've never gotten this far with anything. Yeah. But not this big. Not like no, national it's a TV. Fuck, like, it's holy a, shit. Yeah, national TV. Like, what? Um, What's the Skype interview like? Um weird but like cool okay um i never had done a skype interview and like i had my ring light and like i had framed this around me and like good for fucking you gabby yeah, that's very like, smart everyone in la has a ring light sometimes they fucking carry it uh, with them ma- when they I'm go a makeup out artist, so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually i need to get one <laughs> yeah they're really cheap send- on amazon okay will you send me a good amazon recommendation yeah, my content's yeah. about to be fire <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's really great um so i'm like and i stage my couch like to be like really totally. cute around obviously me. yeah but like, what are they like, asking you? Just like chatting? Your story. And like, yeah. you, and he like, kind of like how you are. Okay. But they're like recording it and I'll stop uh-huh. and you have to rephrase. You know I'm recording this too, Gabby, right? You, oh. <laughs> but see, you don't make me re-answer your questions. Like, so they want you to say it like, you know, I'm recording you. Yes, I know that you're recording me. They want you to like repeat. And oh. I, I had the worst time with that. That's annoying. But my producer's name was Ian. Um, and he's actually been with The Biggest Loser before. He was a casting director, um, producer before. Uh-huh. And he was the sweetest guy. We actually had a great rapport. He was from Pittsburgh. He said, you know, my favorite ice cream is from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, graders. Yeah. And yeah, he had done, you know. he had like lived here for a little while. Mm-hmm. And we just had this really good like banter. Yeah. And yeah. he, and uh, you know. At the end, we went longer than they even said we were supposed to. I felt really good, good about, about it. it. Yeah. And then I kind of was like, I look at him because I'm very direct. And I'm like, can you tell me what's next? Like, yeah. Do you think that? Yeah. He's like, here's what's going to happen. We're going to edit this. I'm going to send it to the network. In okay. the meantime, we want you to send in all what's going to happen is you're going to send send in all this um, footage of your life now you have to give us more now you have to show us day to day and i mean we're talking about i think i sent it's a lot to ask someone to be like oh, my oh God. And now i'm also a fucking executive producer <laughs> of a show and a cameraman and a director and an editor and you know how long it took for editing and upload oh my god it was it was extensive like that actually made me want to start my youtube again so that's why it did what's uh, your youtube channel um it is called gabby got goals which is gabby actually my goals. Um, handle for my personal weight loss Instagram. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, very real on that as well. But um, so I started that again. I had vlogged my journey in the beginning of my weight loss. Uh-huh. And I had like 4,000 subscribers. I felt like. Damn. And I hadn't vlogged in like almost eight years. Like it was like. That's so great. So I started a few other things um, since then. But basically I had to do all that. And I mean, you have to like, they want you to show your body. Like you have to like stand in like a sports bra. Like, you know how they, have you ever seen Biggest Loser? They weigh in like that. Yes. 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 And so I like made it funny. Like the whole thing was a joke. I was like, 
like me holding up my belly like, oh, this is what I would look like yeah. if I did. Like I was just like, you know, me. But then there were really raw and real moments where I talked about, you know, the death of my sister being mm-hmm. such a catalyst. I mean, she, if you haven't listened to the other one, unfortunately, my sister passed away at 28 from a massive heart attack um, caused by obesity. So that was yeah. literally my wake up call then. And so I talked about all of that. Um, and I kept in contact with him, but here's the worst part. Oh, God. They're very, very, very quick to reach out to you, and then they, you just have to wait. You don't hear anything. So what was that after that? What happened after that? Oh, my God. So um, basically, you'd almost go crazy because it's mm-hmm. only like a few weeks time, but like every yeah, day you're thinking about sure. it at this point because then you have to like plan like, okay, well, in August, I have to plan to leave for... Yeah. 16 weeks yeah. and potentially and all this kind of stuff and I was like thinking of okay well, who's gonna sub who's, for me totally. and what's gonna happen with my business what about my kids yeah. like but you it's not for certain but you still have yeah. to plan like it is because you're not gonna know until literally right you're before you, drop a hat let's go right yeah, exactly how yeah. it goes um and so but you don't want to give up the opportunity because like I really wanted that not just for the show aspect but really for like to be away from the world and like really deal with myself. I'm always helping other people. I wanted to really have that Mm -hmm. time to help for myself. So I really just really wanted it. Um, So then you stalk their Instagram and you stalk everything that's going on. And they, at this point he said, you have to wait because they're going to have live, um, call like audition oh, okay. interviews gonna, so, like mine quit. he's like he actually called me an early favorite he said he actually said i remember forget this, he said you've manifested this in your life like uh, pretty much making me think that okay i don't like where this is going Gabby. yeah you just let me know what happens because i'm gonna die <sighs> i didn't get it so oh. i'm not on biggest loser but how they deliver the news oh they the worst way i went through all this so you have to understand you did, did you go to la or uh, it, no, no. It, actually they filmed in New Mexico this time it was really weird they changed a lot of things up did you um, go to New Mexico I didn't get to go yeah. that far and the and I'll tell you why I didn't make it and it still makes me a little bit sad but again everything happens for a reason yeah. I made friends with a lot of people by stalking their Instagram because you kind of realize like who else auditioned Yeah. Um, and I actually made friends with someone who is on the show her name is Katarina mm-hmm. you can see her so I kind of got a lot of the behind the scenes Oh yeah. Um, but she ended up going on the show um, and going to New Mexico mm-hmm. and filming it yeah. and she's a skinny legend right now oh. but she can't she, show her she lost a bunch of weight on oh the show. yeah and off it's been so they even filmed the finale in december okay but like you know why it's do like, you think like what is it about the show that's gonna make you lose so much more weight than if you're doing it on your own well, i mean god track? you are and this is what she said too because um i can't give away spoilers but yeah don't give away. just coming back from after filming um you know everything is controlled everything is you know, you don't have the outside temptations of fast food mm-hmm. or bad eating or the stress of your family life. Mm-hmm. I mean, all like you have to think focus. about this is your one goal. This is, is you. Your one and I really, honestly, it still makes me a little heartbroken that I didn't have the time. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a good experience. I met a lot of good people. I actually ended up going to Nashville to meet with that same casting producer and another one in person mm. um, at their live thing. And I just felt like the whole time I had it. But then there were times that Katarina would tell me that she was getting certain emails or callbacks that I wasn't. But yeah. like, it was just kind of like, okay. Yeah. But then, but what frustrated me is I emailed my person up until the week before they announced the cast um, every week. And I was like, hey, can you tell me if I'm still 
mm-hmm. least being considered because mm-hmm. I just want to know I want to plan. And he told me up until the week before they announced it that I was in still in consideration. Mm-hmm. He did tell me, and this was in my video. I said that I had weight loss surgery, mm-hmm. um, you know, 10 years ago. And by the way, if you, if you're not new to the weight loss surgery world, weight loss surgery doesn't really have any advantage or effect after two years. Mm. Like it can, but not really like not. Yeah. It, it essentially helps you for a right away. Get and then you have start. to, you have to like relearn to do everything and you can, you can still, you still have your food addiction and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff will come right back up in yeah. any of those bad habits and you can eat more. I mean, and, and especially 10 years out, like it's kind of like, it's not, it's almost non-existent anymore. Yeah. But um, he did tell me that he was worried that the network, it would be an issue with the network. In previous years, um, NBC has let people who have been far out with like different surgeries be on the show. But he wasn't sure with USA, but he didn't think it would be a problem. But he did let me know that. Mm. Um, so basically, he was kind of backburnering me mm-hmm. is what I found yeah. out. Um, and then another casting producer that wasn't even mine... Um, kind of spilled the beans that I wasn't on the finalist list before. But she thought it was weird that he was backburnering me because I showed her like conversations yeah. like I had built rapport with her. And sh- and then I said, there is a concern, though, that I had the surgery. And she goes, that's it. The network does not want any person that had weight loss surgery yeah. on this season because they don't want any controversy. They don't want it to be seen as an advantage, Yeah, which I understand because right. this is new and maybe that will change. They never said that though. And I wasted all this time kind of uh, like, but you said Gabby, it was good for you. It was like- good for me. It was good for me. I, almost was on the show up until the end that's but an incredible experience just to know that like all these la people and that even executives from usa okay. knew let my me, story like, was cool fucking la people all right <laughs> let me tell you they're never in they're a different breed yes. of human out yes. there i'm not even gonna get into it i could sense it i'm not even, even gonna deeply get into it but it's comical how they're not like us Midwesterners. No, let me tell they you. don't they get are it. Not, they, uh, they're not. It's it's insane the way they react. I mean, especially in casting, they it, can look at you just like Meh. no. It did it, it, regular meeting people out at a bar yep. or whatever it is. Yep, L.A. guys. It, oh man, you need to do a whole segment on that. I, I hear about should it. do a whole segment. Please. I will tell you off air about <laughs> how absolutely ridiculous they are. I feel terrible for any woman that's in LA dating well I'm never moving to LA folks <laughs> after this trip so I fucking love it I'm gonna talk about my trip now I fucking love it so much it I've you know been there like yeah. three times in the past like nine months or whatever mm-hmm. I I think now I don't know if I would want to live there oh god yeah only I mean I would I would want to live there like people and like friends and like everything that is situation's cool. But like if you are like trying to form deep, meaningful connections with people, it's not the town. It's not the it town seems, for deep I mean, it's, it's the town surface. for it's the town for like fast like yeah. fast, fiery connection, but like you want something that's meaningful, nope, nope, no. nope, nope, nope. Don't do it. No. And I think that, I mean, man, I, I couldn't even put myself in these casting producers. I mean, you hear one story after another, even going into the live, like, audition arena and just kind of talking to people. And everybody has a story. Everybody's been through trauma. Everybody, I mean, there's a reason that 
they're the weight they are. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's it's like, I don't know how they even pick it. I mean, they really do have to pick like certain things. Um, yeah. But even Katerina said that she's pretty certain the reason I didn't get it was my surgery. Right. And it's, you know that. It's you like, know that's yeah, it it's just like, oh, hell. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> it's something you I'm can't change you or to, fix. I mean, I'm glad you got to go through it, though. It was cool. It was cool to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, execs at USA at right. least saw my picture once totally. in a totally. room. Totally. <laughs> so my LA experience was... Uh, I mean, amazing. I kind of like, right, we talked a little bit of shit about it, but no, that was just a, the very small, very small part of it. I got to do a lot of fun fitness things. Yeah. So I was staying with past guest Robin Cohen, who's the Pilates instructor for the Reds. Oh. So she is coming back to Cincinnati end That's of really March. Cool. She's like doing, yeah. about to go to spring training in Arizona in February. She lives um like near downtown, kind of bordering Silver Lake, if anyone's familiar there. So it was really interesting for me because I got to experience, I was in New York for New Year's Eve and I was home for okay. a couple days and then I went to LA. So I got to experience like these two, the two coastal cities right <sighs> back to back. That is like wh- awesome. Where like all of my media consumption comes from either yeah. New York or LA. Yeah. So it was, it is, was really interesting to see them butt up against each other and the differences between the two cultures and the people and just the whole experience of it um i could not even imagine that i love i i really love both cities but the thing about la is the fucking weather it's incredible it's like can anyone not be happy it's exactly what i was like you walk outside (laughs) and i'm like how do i have anything to be mad about right there's nothing that could possibly put me in a bad mood right it's 69 degrees in January and bright, sunny blue skies and there are palm trees and gorgeous plants everywhere. I can't be mad. (laughs) That's how I feel in Florida. I know. I go to Florida right after Christmas and it's kind of like. No, it's funny. And it's like, it's the land of fucking extroverts. Everyone out there (laughs) is like trying to make it. They want to talk about themselves. They want to be friendly if they think that they can get something from you. Like. Oh, no. It's super interesting. I don't know. I secret. I low-key love it. Like, I I really do. It's... it's, Well, I mean, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, every time I'm there, too, it's like this weird thing. Like, oh, now I'm I'm ending up at this, like, incredible house of a movie and TV writer in Beverly Hills. And she fucking reads tarot cards and, like, well... Oh, see, that is my kind of party right there. It doesn't make sense. Like, LA just doesn't make sense. I had a tarot card reading about The Biggest Loser. And it was my tarot card reader I had for four years who's never been wrong. And okay. she said I was going to get on the show. You like, need to tell me about this tarot card reader because um, I want to hear more about She's this. amazing. Except it was weird that she was incorrect. But she did say she didn't see me getting on now. Okay, so, so this is a reboot. Right. Oh, also, it, LA, next season. All about the reboots. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Uh, okay, so my workouts. They have my number, so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yes. Seriously, I'm never auditioning again. They, I mean, if they want you, they'll call. They'll, it's, it's very well known that they'll like reach out to people. They got you. Because there's many contestants that I read. I read about every story on every contestant because I was really obsessed with this. But um, they, some contestants didn't make it like first few times and like one very like, she's a casting director for them now, um, was on the show years and years and years uh-huh. ago. She auditioned like 
four years or something like 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 a many years in a row mm-hmm. and then the last year she's like i'm not auditioning yet. and they reached out to her and like no we want you yeah it's what just... always happens yeah it's what always happens mine came okay. down to the network it's so crazy it's like this weird video game where you have to constantly level up oh i made it to this level can i beat the dragon on the next like it was sure. like seriously like that's what it was you had to keep going through levels and then i made it all the way to the big bad network and they just did not like me it's so, not you no it's not you it's you not know you it it's them yeah totally <laughs> Um, okay, so I did I did a Y7 class in Silver Lake. I've talked about Y7 on <laughs> yes. here a million times. I love it so much. Hip-hop yoga. It's hot yoga. That just sounds amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. It's truly amazing. I actually kind of like this now. It, the, the, the LaCroix? Yeah. yeah okay, it's, 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 it's grown on you. Grown on me. Um, what else did I do? I hiked up to the Griffith Observatory. So this is where they filmed like La La Land. Oh. Any hike in LA to me, I've done Runyon in the past too. It's just like, it's like perfect. I'm living vicariously through the story It's picture perfect. Like you're just like hiking up this mountain. It's like intense at times and it will level out. It's beautiful. There's views of the city. There's views of the Hollywood sign. That's awesome. Yes. It's every, and that's the other thing. Everywhere in LA you look, it's a fucking movie set. Like, okay, this is just what we've seen on TV our whole entire lives. But like now you're just yeah, that's cool. in it. I kind of felt that in New York um, yeah, New when York I went. This too. was a million years but ago. But, like um, you know, just from like Home Alone, I'd be like, Toss. and then you hear like the songs in your head. And you're like, yes. oh, yeah, this yes. was filmed here. Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly have a soundtrack in my mind when I'm in L.A. Yes. A lot of the times <sighs> when I'm in L.A., I'm hearing The Weeknd. I'm hearing I can see that. Yes. <laughs> and I'm hearing Billie Eilish. Yep. All of that. Yeah. yeah. I can see it. I can see it. My fa- so my favorite workout that Ooh. I did when I was there is this place called Avenir Pilates. It's also in Silver Lake. So it's a pretty simple studio in terms of aesthetic. Like it's nothing too fancy. There's reformers. They have some like awesome hue lighting. So the lighting will like change yeah. colors that the instructor can like change herself. So, you know, it's like pinks and purples when we're like working and then the cool that's, down. It's like our classes. We change colors like, like that. Blue yeah. and green. So it's like. Oh, that's cool. super cool that it changes with like the mood. It changes with the mood. Oh, that's really it's awesome. Cool. But it, and it's like it's a pretty simple aesthetic. But this class in particular, it was like reformer pilates meets a mega former because we were standing a lot on the carriage and we had hmm. weights with it like white okay weights. so That's it was different. it was really challenging like my glutes yeah. were were like super burned out but we ended it Ow. with like very opening like stretching That's the and best nice. That's the best. also the thing about the thing about the thing i found with la and new york fitness classes the playlists are amazing Good. they are playing better be. the best fucking music and they're like curating the play everything is just like the playlists are outstanding yeah cincinnati fitness instructors like go online and search for some fucking new york and la playlist just and, like, come you to a sweat class or go to gabby's sweat class we didn't get to go to this one studio i was really looking forward going to going to it's called train bunda and it's all about the butt and it's like hey. the stairmaster is part of the workout oh, God. and like there's just like booty bands and like that cables. it's all <laughs> the butt but we didn't get to and the branding's like so cute and like pink or whatever i'm, I'm, I'm always a fan of good branding. look it up on instagram train bunda b-u-n-d-a send this to me, i will yeah. <laughs> but we didn't get to go because it wasn't it's in it's only one studio in west hollywood and we're like downtown and that's the other fucking thing about la we don't have a car Plus, it's gonna take like anything. a million years to get anywhere yes, it takes a million yeah. years takes a million dollars to go anywhere that's it hmm. all right gabby Wildcard. what makeup product could you not live without 
I'd like to say this is a hard question, but it is not. Girl, it is my eyebrow pencil. Eyebrows. Oh, okay, God. that's a good one. I'm a natural redhead. My eyebrows are blonde to begin Ooh, with. Yeah. And I did this thing where I shaved half of them off Why? when I was in high school. Because I had like, I have hooded eyes. So my arch was really low. So in high school, because you know you're just the smartest person ever. Uh-huh. Plus like skinny brows were in back uh-huh, then. Totally. No, early 2000s. Right. Um, I would shave half off and just draw it on it doesn't grow back correctly and it's blonde oh god um i did go through microplating but like my skin is weird and it didn't Didn't stick well yeah and i I would need to go back i mean there's a little bit left there but not enough to be like oh this is a presentable eyebrow Mm -hmm. right now so um yeah my eyebrow pencil is a must if anything that and honestly it kind of goes hand in hand with mascara because i have blonde eyelashes so it looks like i have none it's you a mess. You're not alive. Mine's mascara. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, if I if I could only you pick have great one, eyebrows. If I <laughs> I thank my mom. You should fucking see my brothers. What's your mom's name? Christina. Thank you, Christina. She you has, blessed her with beautiful eyebrows. She has incredible <laughs> eyebrows. I don't do anything to them. I don't. Oh, I'm jealous. I know. I know. Oh, I know. My I know. God. I know. I, I'm grateful. I thank God every day. You know what? That's good. It's That's my good. list. I'm of, happy for you. It's on my gratitude list. My eyebrows. <laughs> but I would mascara. You oh, just yeah. look a lot. You need to. Yeah. Uh, you need to look alive. The yeah. best thing is when I had eyelash extensions. Girl, Those make all the difference in the world. I love the way they look. They're damaging as fuck and they're expensive. I as lost fuck. all my eyelashes exactly. on one exactly. eye. Exactly. They're Horror not good story. for you. They're not good for you. That's why they're I don't beautiful. Do them. They're beautiful. But at first, they make you look instantly pretty. My, yeah, mine but would fall out instantly to the point where I'd have to go back every week. Oh. Then like it was ripping my eyelashes out literally. All my eyelashes were gone, and thank God they grew back. Like I was honestly terrified that no, they they, they it, wouldn't it's on not one. Good. Yeah, it's not good. But they make <sighs> what? Uh, who knows what it is about eyelashes that makes all the difference? It is. It is. I mean, Opens I still wear striplash. I was gonna pop some on before this, but I was running out of time, yeah, so okay. I didn't. But yeah, like I feel like a million dollars Me too. with even just strip lashes on. Like I'm like, oh yeah. I know. <sighs> I know. I hear you, Gabby. Thank you so much for coming oh, back. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. We're gonna do our. We're gonna do our. What the fit? Yes, we are. I don't know what it's called yet. We'll think of the brand. We'll we'll figure it out. But you'll be there. Yeah. Go back and listen to Gabby's episode. Gabby, where can people follow you? Oh gosh. Well, at me on Instagram, Sweat Fitness, and we spell sweat like S W T Fitness. Um, but we pronounce it as sweat. You can mm-hmm. sweat with us. Get it? All right. <laughs> sweat Fitness at. SWT Fitness on Instagram. Gabby got goals on Instagram as well. Um, those are my two personal ones. I mean, Sweat Fitness across the board, sweatfitness.com, Sweat Fitness on Facebook. You can just find us everywhere. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yes. Appreciate you. It's been my pleasure. My guest today, along with his brother, is on a mission to inspire, educate, and fuel active lives through their supplement company. Whether you're a weekend warrior, yogi, triathlete, or fitness-minded parent chasing your kids around, their products, which are natural, simple, minimally processed, and not to mention great tasting, will fit easily into your healthy diet and lifestyle. Wherever you are in your journey, they are here to meet you. Please welcome Duke Armstrong of Propello Life. Hi, Hi Duke. How's it going? Let's it's... do a cheers. It's Friday night. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks cheers. for having me. You're so very welcome. We're drinking some red wine on a Friday. I was saying I just got back from LA last night. So it feels my weird my week is like weird right now. 
I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. used to travel to LA all the time. So I know I know how you're feeling. Yeah. It's great though because I don't have to do anything tomorrow. So that's nice. But then today it was just like, is it a Monday? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Get so, back to the grind. Right, right, exactly. So I'm super excited to talk to you. I have a I have a lot to cover. I have a lot of notes here. We first got hooked up because well, through some fitness friends of mine, like Quidwell, Brandy Emerson, um, and then we had the photo shoot at Iron Sharpens Iron. Yeah, that was awesome. That was so awesome. I like have the energy of that. That was like one of the best photo shoots I've ever been involved in. One, because it was essentially it essentially was just a, a workout while they were shooting. But don't you feel like the energy was just crazy? Yeah, it it was cool. We kind of fell into that style of photo shoot. I'd done more you know, traditional photo shoots with lights and poses. And then we're like, why don't we just get some really cool people together, do an actual workout, right? and just make the photographers do all the work. <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. And yeah. it was so much fun. Yeah. I mean, it was, and it was a hard workout too. What I talked about this earlier on the show, actually, that it felt so much harder, I think, because we all were like, well, they're taking photos of us. Like our form has got to be perfect you know like we've got to be engaged we've got to like we're just like more mindful than ever it's like okay i'm working out and i gotta kick butt Mm -hmm. but at the same time i want to look right how's my yeah yeah how's How's my my form how's my posture (laughs) wait am i making a really weird face right now or not (laughs) i'm sure well you you have all them back so you probably are like going through like oh not gonna use this one not gonna use this one but the photographer was great Mm-hmm. He did some really good editing too, which I want to talk about the media stuff and all that. But that's kind of how we got hooked up together and had your products for the first time there. They're fantastic. Love the pre-workout, the p- proteins, everything. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So while I was doing some research for our conversation today, obviously I took a look at your website, right? And what struck me was most people's about us section of their website is like a paragraph right yep you have multiple videos a whole page story behind everything that you do the logo the mission it's so intentional and i was i was like truly blown away i was like this is this is pretty awesome this is something special thank you so i want to like really dive into like what is propel life how'd you get started all all that jazz well and Thank you for doing that. I'm not sure everyone does that. So thank you for taking the time. Oh my God, yeah. And we do want to upgrade those videos too. We have some really cool ideas that we might be able to implement this year to really take those videos and like really get the story out there in a better, easier, digestible way. So be, be on the watch out for that. But The videos look great, what you do have though, I will say. Thank you. Thank you. Our videographer's awesome and um, a good friend. So there's so much motivation passion purpose behind this company we we just want people to eventually like connect with that Mm -hmm. because we aren't just the typical supplement company that's Mm -hmm. out there just with really good looking people and right the discount code on instagram and and that's that yeah and just trying to sell product we're really trying to help people find what's healthy for them yeah so how where did the idea come from it was a multi-year thing and so I've always been into health and fitness. I played okay. soccer through college. Mm. Where'd you go to school? 
I went to Wittenberg University. Oh, yes. I yeah. know Wittenberg. Yeah. Are you, where are you from? So it failed to mention, too, you came all the way down from Columbus to yeah. join us. So appreciate that. Yeah, I grew up in Dublin, which is just okay. outside of yes. Columbus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I lived in Columbus for two years right after I graduated from Miami. I lived in Grandview. Nice. Yeah. yeah. At the Meridian between like on 5th, King and 5th. You oh. have to know the Meridian. Oh, I do because my wife rented there for about three years right after college. Everyone lives there <laughs> after college. It's yep. like this staple. It's, yeah, well, you have to. Yeah. Right. I know. Oh, God. Yeah, some fun Very familiar there. with the Meridian. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yep. went to Wittenberg, played soccer. Yep. Yep. And then, so then I... I Right after college, I got a job at Abbott Nutrition right downtown, Columbus. Okay. And the first, I was there for 10 years. The first five years was all like operational engineering in the manufacturing facilities, in the warehouses. Okay. Like logistics coordinating yeah, stuff like that? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I was down on the plant floor seeing how things were made. I was in the warehouses seeing how things were shipped and stored. And, and then one of my projects got me connected with the marketing and sales team. Mm. And that sparked the whole interest around I like what they do better than what I'm doing there's no way you don't have a marketing background and so, so I'll talk about that too there's yeah, no way you don't thank you thank you so <laughs> so then I got my MBA and then I immediately started applying for jobs at Abbott and I landed in their international EAS and zone perfect business and that was it like I was hook line and sinker I'm working on the sports nutrition brand I'm at Abbott I was a soccer player this is it's like dream job oh I was like oh yeah I was like going I know what my 401k is going to be when I retire. I got my pension. Oh, and you are also one of those. I was too. super geeky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, extremely geeky. And I'm like, this is it. But at the exact same time that that happened, I started going on my little personal journey around health and fitness. Mm -hmm. And so I started reading books and we had a personal trainer there and he was, you know, just basically feeding this passion with like, you got to check out this person. You got to check out this book. You got to listen to this podcast. You right. got, and so I just started absorbing all this stuff. And I just, over time, felt myself drifting away from the decisions and the types of products that Abbott was making. And I wanted to do something more. What kind of products did Abbott, Abbott make or do, continue to make today? Yeah. So, uh, well, they shut down EAS last year, but Basically, big corporations that sell through all the big box stores, the Costco's, the Walmart's, the Target's, there's certain price points you have to hit on shelf. Okay. So those buyers that work at Target or wherever, they say, we're going to sell this two-pound tub of protein for X price. Okay. Well, but then they need to make their profit. Sure. So we're not going to pay more than this for it. Yep. And then we want you to spend this much money on marketing and advertising and all this. Right. And then Abbott goes, well, then I need to make this much profit, so I can't spend more than this to manufacture it. To make the product itself. And so then they go to the R&D units at their company, and they go, okay, make me this protein for this price. And it's basically just trying to so find the pieces and the puzzles to put together to deliver right. a product that hits everyone's profit margins. Right. And they're not so focused on the quality, what you're getting out of that product. Exactly. They're yeah. not bad products per se sure. they're just not the highest quality products mm -hmm. so Got it's it. you know your economy car versus your luxury yes. high-end car yes, yes and yes. so i wanted based off of all the education everything i was learning about the food and what it does for your body and how it helps you live the best life you want mm -hmm. i wanted to create the absolute best products mm -hmm. and then go direct to consumer right did you feel did you have a feeling you know graduating college leaving 
sports behind which have been somewhat regimented for your life right that you were kind of like okay now what like I don't know how to continue to take care of my fitness since I don't have this like purpose about it or were you easily able to like pick something up and go with it no I was I would say that I was the typical person that you know I would just go into some big box gym yeah I would do some sort of, you know, elliptical machine for two minutes to warm up. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd go <laughs> directly to the bench press. <laughs> and then I would do some curls and some shoulders and, and maybe do some leg stuff, but didn't really like doing it. Right. We call we did like the show muscles, not the go muscles. Yeah, and it was exact, <laughs> exact. But it was like, that's what you learned in high school. Right. In college, and I was a soccer player, so I wasn't even a football player. Football players at least had like the benefit of learning. Yeah, uh, right. Like you got to do squats, you got to do cleans and presses. Like they, they learned some of the Olympic lifts mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so they had that benefit. But soccer players, gosh, the weight room was foreign. So yeah, you just were running a lot, right? I was going in and doing a bro workout. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, so I'm nine years, eight, 10 years in at Abbott and. I start to see my values and purpose drifting from them and I'm sitting in my cubicle one day and it just like hit me. Everything I'm doing is wrong. Oh God. Like I'm eating wrong. I'm working out wrong. It was like a one singular moment. Yeah. I remember like sitting in my, like it was lots of little things and then suddenly. Because you were like learning as you were yeah. learning as you were going. Like there was little moments where like, why are they choosing to use that ingredient or, or this oh. one? And then it's like, oh, that, I see why they're doing it, but I, I don't really agree with it. And then yeah. like, I was just sitting there. I'm like, I'm doing everything wrong. That's... I'm not that happy. I don't love showing up to work Yeah. anymore. There's got to be something more. And then that's, that was like the spark of Propel Life. Got it. It was this the were you traveling to LA during no, when the, the no so then different... at that point I didn't know what Propella Life was. I just yes. had kind of this idea. You knew that this you concept. couldn't be doing what you were doing anymore. And so uh, yeah. yeah, and so I thought, oh, I'll just find a small company out there that's doing what I want to do. And so I found some consulting agreements and I started consulting. And I was consulting for a raw food company, and I was consulting for a nut-free food company, and I was consulting for this supplement company and that supplement company. Was it like freelance stuff? Yeah, freelance consulting, because I just, I wanted to basically speed date my career and find what I was looking for. That's really smart. I knew I was looking for something more, but I didn't know what it was at that point. And you picked LA because LA is the mecca of healthy food. That's the next phase. So, So I didn't have any consulting gigs out there. But about a year into doing that, I realized I wasn't going to find what I wanted. And I knew I needed to, I knew I needed to create something. Mm. And so I looked, I, I sat my wife down. So I'm gonna start my own company. Mm-hmm. Have that conversation. She's go. like, what? You're going to do what? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I agreed to you leaving and consulting. Oh, remember and going your pension? And yeah. Remember your 401k, Duke? <laughs> God love her. I, I kind of inched her into this, yeah, but she's been amazing and, and, and a rock. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, there was a recruiter trying to recruit me for this California job. Okay. And so it was this lucrative, high paying job. And I said, okay, we've got two kids. You're pregnant with our third. Mm. And like two weeks after we had the third, I started in Seems LA. Seems like a perfect time to take a new it job was, across the country. It was... Uh-huh. One of the most stressful <laughs> times ever. But I, I said, I'm going to make this much money over two years. And at the end of that two years, we'll all save this much. And that's going to be our seed money for the company. You're really good. I did it in 18 months. But 
oh my gosh, it was the like God love her for like raising three kids on her own under six for eighteen months, and then it was awful for me. And I don't want to sound wrong, but like I'm on L.A. time, I mm-hmm. get home on the red eye on six fifty in the morning on Friday morning, and it's basically here the kids go yeah and like you're just all like what day is it sure and then i finally get caught up by saturday evening sunday morning and then you're doing it again on monday oh and so that time, it was crazy that time difference even though you're like oh it's only three hours it takes a toll on your body and just to travel across the country like talk about health it's like oh you're probably feeling a little in the dumps huh it was it was it was tough but yeah we got through it and yeah. it served a purpose yeah and then um, I actually quit from there, put in my two weeks notice, and then I'm sitting in a parking lot in California at a grocery store, and I'm on the phone with my lawyer, and we're getting the LLC created, we're paying for the domain, we're getting the oh, trademark wow. started, and then I start working for a Florida company two weeks after that, because once I figured out what Propeller Life was, I couldn't be employed by them. I needed to do it outside of employment because employment agreements are written such that whatever you create when you're employed by them is their intellectual property. Got it. Okay. So I left there and then I filed everything, disclosed it to the next company and just said, hey, I'm only going to be working for you short time. Yeah. Um, And when you do like with the LA company, with the Florida company, what is that you're doing? Are you doing marketing for them or is it more product development? Like what's that look like? So I was leading like a VP of sales and marketing for teams of and brands. Got it. And specifically like around like supplements, sports, nutrition kind of thing. That's always been your niche. It's always been my niche. Yep. And so I had seen big companies, small companies. That's a fun job. It's a very fun industry. The only thing that would be more fun would then be owning your own company doing that. And that's where we're at. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, it's it's crazy. I've never worked more in my entire life, been paid less, and been happier than I am right now. It's when you're doing your own thing yeah. with all your passion behind it, it's the yeah. energy never stops. It's, right. It's just it's when it's right, it's right. Right, right. I want to get back to that, but I want to talk about so – Propeller Life, the name, the whole store ethos behind it. You know, talk to me about that. How'd you come up with the name and just what did that look, that creative process look like for you? Yeah. I don't know if anyone else has ever tried to find a dot com. That's not the most weirdest thing ever. But finding a name that meets like what you want to portray as your company is sort of like short and succinct. Yeah. And not. 10 grand <laughs> right because you can buy domains left and right but yep. you got to buy them yeah and so that was like we wanted to find the right name that really embodied what we were doing and we're all about whole living you know holistic whole living so we believe that it's not just going to the gym that makes you healthier just eating it's this entire philosophy yeah yeah and we wanted the name and our slogan and everything to really push that forward and so propello life is it translates to the motivated life Mm. and so propel is the latin root for motivate yep and then the whole thing is live for it so what are you living for because if Mm. you're going to change your health and change your life there has to be a really strong reason or why sure so that you don't just fall back to the old habits right 
So that's what we really want to portray to people is everyone has their own why, their own thing that they're living for. Mm -hmm. And that's the energy and the sustainability that's going to help them get through the change because change is hard. Yeah, totally. This reminded me, though, I have to do a quick tangent story. So when I was in just in L.A., there was this my my friend has a friend who started this like luxury hot sauce. It's like it's called I think it's called like truffle and it's like truffle hot sauce. It's fucking delicious. Okay. (laughs) Their Instagram handle is at sauce. And I was like, holy shit, did they just like pay someone a ton of money to take that from because yeah, someone was and the story behind it was no, they bought when Instagram came out, they bought a or did not bought they got they a ton of handles oh wow and then developed the companies from the fucking handles that they already had Ooh, that's crazy insane right yeah the so, foresight for that is mind-blowing i know and then i'm just like you just had to you just had to have already had a lot of money where you're like i have this handle now <laughs> i'm gonna start this look this and the hot sauce goes for like 15 dollars a bottle it's like really like branded amazingly they sell it in like neiman marcus Saks, whatever yeah at sauce. Oh, that's awesome. But it is really that's good. That's a great too. story. <laughs> I know. That's funny. It reminded me of that. Um, but what did that creative process look like for you with developing it? Because it's 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 it sounds great. I love it. It's so succinct. It's it's it has a great, you know, brand strategy, brand flow. But like were you in a room by oh. yourself like whiteboard? What did that look like? Oh yeah. My wife and I were in a room so with you a whiteboard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we're just like going through just I mean, hundreds of different ideas and brainstorms. And then my brother, were, he wasn't living there yet. He was still in Colorado. So we were like taking screenshots and sending it to him. And he's doing the same thing. And we're just like back and forth, back and forth until we found Propella Life. Yeah. 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 No, I remember thinking when I was thinking of the podcast name, right? Like yep. we, I had like a Google Doc of like all of these different names. And I'm like, is this it? Like, I, I feel like I want to, I'm moving in this right direction, but I don't know. And yep. I like... I have to go back and look at some of those names. And you're just like, oh, God, no. (laughs) And then you get the name and then it's like, okay, now we need a logo. And then you go through that process. Yeah. Talk about the logo. The logo is super interesting to me. So the logo is really cool. And I'm so glad that we ended there. It's actually a rendition of the Seed of Life. And it's the entire point of it is that it's seven overlapping circles Mm -hmm. with one in the center. Mm -hmm. The one in the center is the aspect of your life that is the most important to you at that moment and it's we want people to know that they're all interconnected and they're constantly changing and that's why you have so many colors is you have the different varying degrees of each of the influences of these seven aspects of a healthy lifestyle i think it's so important the part that it changes yeah because this is something that i've recently been working through and, and somewhat struggling with of like physical fitness for me has been that center circle for a really long time and I've gotten really attached to it I've gotten really good at it and now where I am in my life work happening travel whatever it is injuries like that can't be the center focus anymore like it has to shift to something else yep but I have been like not wanting to let go of it and how ridiculous like of course your focus is going to change over the course of your entire life and one is not more important than the other yep so I was like this is such a it just seriously spoke to me. Like just the logo of your supplement company was like <laughs> speaking to me in a way that I'm like, oh my God, I need to this. We want you to know this. that it's okay that it changes. It, I mean, it, yes. it, like, and it's gotta be. And like, we know this, we know this logically, 
but it's still that like working through piece of like, well, this is what I've, this is how I've always been. Yeah. This is how my fitness level has what I've always been at. Yep. And then, well, and then one of the things I see is extremes. So like some people don't work out at all. And then it's the other people that are like going in and just doing this intense workout five, six, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. Sometimes more isn't better. A lot of times, yeah. So, like this, there's this whole entire like recovery rejuvenation piece where yes. it's like, hey, maybe sleep and taking a day off is actually the best thing for you. Or yeah. if you're like a new mom and you have kids like our kids that don't sleep, sleep's that's your center circle. Like, hey, let's for sure, let's not just get two hours of sleep tonight, let's get you know, four, six, oh, God, eat, God yeah. forbid, right. eight. <laughs> right, which is what we probably should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. But so t what are the, the different circles? What do they stand for? Like the different um, aspects? Yeah. So it's all, so we have movement, we have mm -hmm. nourishment. Nourishment would be like food. Yep. So yeah. that'd be like the food. The movement is how you like move. So it mm -hmm. could be a marathon. You're training for a marathon or it could be going to workout classes. It could be mm -hmm. walking the dogs. Yeah. Right. It's whatever it is for you. It could be hiking. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, rejuvenation. So that's all about just recovery. Then we have um, all about like the community. So you have love and you have passion mm -hmm. and you have your finances and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's all these things in your life connect you with the world around you yes. and your health. Yeah. Yep. Right. I mean, it is essentially. And then like... and then you have the whole like mental mind aspect of it. And so that could be religion and faith. It could mm -hmm. be meditation. Right. It could just be taking time to like clear your mind and just get everything right. Self-care stuff. Yeah. Like whatever it is that you're doing to connect to something outside of yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I think it's super important. I mean, it's essentially like the ethos of this podcast too. You know, we ask every person. We'll get to the question for you later on. And everyone has a different way of saying it, but it's pretty much like it's all these things working together and all these things are going to change in, in importance as your life goes on, as different life events happen, you know, whatever it is, it, it can't be static. Nope. It's really cool. Yeah. What are some of the products that you offer? Talk to us about that. Yeah. So we wanted to do, we wanted products that were very, we'll say approachable and simple for people because- the the market that we're really going after typically doesn't know too much about sports nutrition. They're either afraid of it or, you know, they've just decided to use whatever their trainer has told them. Well, it's intimidating and there's so much on the market. And every day you're bombarded with like, no, you should be doing vegan protein. No, you should have grass fed. No, you should have what? what like this yep. and this and this and this. And even me who I'm like in it, like into fitness a lot, you could say. I'm still just like, I'm going to rely on like my husband to make the decision of what protein we're buying on Amazon because like, I don't, I, I don't want to think about it. Yep. And it is, it's, it's extremely confusing and there's probably 500 to a thousand brands. Yeah. The, the regulations to enter the market are very low. So it's not like the FDA is, is monitoring anything. They, they can police it. So if someone violates something badly, then they'll come after you. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to submit formulations or labels or anything to the FDA to get things approved. Like it's just. Wow. Okay. It's. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be it's like loose. the wild, wild west out so there. So it can be kind of the wild, wild west out there. And it is to some extent. And so you've got all these different brands, but then you've all got all these different products. 
well, do I need this or do I need that? Right. And, when do I use the aminos? When do I use protein? Like, what? when's the rejuvenation? All that. Why is the whey protein at Walmart, you know, $15, $16 for two pounds? And, you know, Duke is selling his whey protein, which is one pound, for $32.99. Mm-hmm. Well, there's seven different grades of whey protein. From Taco Bell meat to filet oh. mignon. <laughs> and I love using that yes. analogy because without getting into the science of what <laughs> makes it different, everyone gets it. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Right, definitely. There's well, a distinction. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what Taco Bell does to you every time you eat it? Well, that's why so many people have whey protein issues. Mm. They they think it's a lactose issue. And it can, it can be. Yeah, right, right. But it can also be just really bad whey protein, too. And your body just goes, what are you doing to me? Totally. Totally. So protein powders is one of the products that you offer. So we've got two different types of protein powders. We've Mm -hmm. got the whey, the grass-fed whey protein. Mm -hmm. And we've also got the vegan protein, which is, you know, a superfood blend of protein powders. So that's kind of really what makes it different than what you'll see mostly on the stores. And then we have some amino acids, Uh rejuvenating aminos. Uh And then we have two different types of pre-workouts. So the amino acids are great for recovery, reducing muscle soreness, and then keeping you hydrated throughout the day. So it makes drinking water a little bit more enjoyable. When is like a good time to be drinking those or an optimal time or is there? Optimal? So if you're doing like a fasted workout, drink it during your workout. During your workout. And then, you know, if you want, have it again, like in the mid afternoon, two, three o'clock for recovery. Okay. Okay. So it really helps prevent muscle wasting. So if you're fasting... It so means like your a blood sugar is going to be really, really low. Yeah. And so when you start to work out, your body's going to need energy. So it's going to pull from its reserves, which are muscle. Mm-hmm. So fat and muscle is going to be used during your workout. Yeah. Yeah. Does it matter what kind of workout or just anything where you're like, you're expending energy? Uh, if you're like truly fasted, I would say drink it during your workout no matter what. If you're just going in and your blood sugar is probably fine, anything over 45 minutes in high intensity. Okay. Okay. Yep. During and then do like a recovery a little bit later? Yep. Okay, good. That's the thing I have a question. I haven't yet to to dabble in things like that, but you brought me some, so. That's, yeah, that's next level. Yeah. Next level, yeah, And then so, and then, you know, we have the two the two pre-workouts, and really what we found was we have our energy and performance blend, which is our pre-workout, and then we have our energy, focus, and fat-burning blend, which is energy and focus. And so they're just slightly different formulas mm-hmm. that are complementary. If you want 250 milligrams of caffeine, you could mix them together and uh-huh. do two scoops. Yeah. Or we see that a lot of people don't want that much caffeine, and so we keep them on the lower end of the caffeine spectrum. Mm. And when is a good time to eat? use those optimal right, time to use it right before. right before your workout like yeah. 30 minutes before your workout and yeah. then you know like the energy and focus we get a lot of people using it instead of coffee like yeah i am a coffee lover so i don't same. understand this but <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are like yeah, i don't same. want coffee <laughs> <laughs> so i i use the energy and focus instead or like an afternoon pick me up yeah i have found i love the pre-workout when i'm doing like a 6 p.m workout it's been like after the full day of work yep. and i'm like oh i don't want to get in the car make that drive to the class but like if i've got this little pick me up i'm gonna be able to My do a little it. liquid motivation yes exactly yep. but i like your pre-workout too because it's so uh, other pre-workouts i've used right they can like super like tingle you yep. and like it's really weird and uncomfortable your feet it feels like someone's tickling your feet you get uh-huh. this like flush yours i love because i know it's working 
but it's not uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's subtle. So it's subtle. What we did is we hand selected specific ingredients that have a lot of science behind them to give you an a benefit to your workout, whether that's strength, power, endurance, mm-hmm. blood flow. So you're going to get a really good workout from the pre-workout. But most of the industry is going to give you 300 to 400 milligrams of synthetic caffeine. So it's going to you know blow your socks off with caffeine. Yeah. Three to four cups of coffee. I think my heart's going to explode out of my chest. Then they're going to put things in it to make your skin flush. Is they're that gonna niacin? Give you, yeah, that's niacin. Yeah. And then they're going to give you too much beta alanine which is going to make your skin crawl and itch yes i've been there that's terrible yep and then there's other things that'll make you sweat i mean i've taken something where i took it i went out to work out and like four minutes later i'm going into the bathroom seeing if i need i'm having an allergic reaction and like i need to go to the hospital and i look in the mirror and i'm completely fine (laughs) it feels weird. my body was just like it's weird it was wigging out it's like this is not this is not what i want to be taking when i'm supposed to be like focusing on a mind body connection of my like that's not what i want to do yep what okay so the protein vegan protein is it a do you is it a pea protein yeah so it's a base of organic pea protein and then it's a superfood blend of hemp chia and sacha inchi so where most plant-based proteins are either going to be a base of soy protein or pea protein they're typically paired with rice protein. Rice protein is not a complete protein and it's very cheap. Mm. So it's a great way to bring their prices down mm. but still be plant-based. Yeah, okay. But you got to be careful because rice protein, if it's not sourced appropriately, could be high in arsenic and other heavy metals, which have been uh. shown to cause cancer. Okay. Which is why there was a consumer report out, I think like a year, year and a half ago, that showed that you got to be careful where you get your proteins and specifically your plant-based ones yeah because plants are grown in the soil and if the soil's bad it leaches up into the proteins i found i really love the taste of vegan protein or like the consistency and the texture is different yeah you feel that too yeah and it's 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 kind of a people either love it or hate it so it's it's a little bit thicker yes thicker and it's got a a, a little bit stronger mouthfeel where like a whey protein is going to be more like you know smoother thinner milkshakey right but people are like oh i love the whey protein mouthfeel or i love the vegan i like, like it's kind of yeah. texturized yeah and i like like a texture yep no it's really really good why is grass-fed important well grass-fed and new zealand grass-fed oh fuck dude yeah, i know right all the way <laughs> we're splitting hairs we are here. not fucking around here guys <laughs> so it, it, it the whole thing is the u.s food regulations are very weak there's lots of loopholes. Mm. And so you can have a Wisconsin dairy cow that's claimed as grass-fed and they've been fed grass a handful of times. Right. Or they like finish them with grass or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like on the way to the fucking slaughterhouse, they're like, here's a blade. Here's a blade of grass. Here you go. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's that <laughs> yeah, bad, but right, it's, yeah. it's pretty weak. Yeah. And in New Zealand, they have much stricter regulations. So the cow has to be fed grass every meal at least 80% of its life. And the only reason you're not allowed to is like certain conditions have to be met. Oh, wow. So it's like they're really regimented about it. So we source that because we want the highest quality. We don't want the hormones and the antibiotics. Mm-hmm. We want the higher levels of omegas to come through because when a cow eats the food it's supposed to eat, it's yep. at its healthiest. Right, right, So right, right. we are what we eat. 
it applies to cows too, and then the milk that they produce. I saw too on the website you talked about cold processed. Yep. What does that mean, and what's the significance there? Yeah. Thanks. We are getting into the science. So yeah. No, I want to hear about it. It's awesome because this is the this is these are the details that make the difference between a really good product and a just average economy type product. Right. Well, and I feel like it's. It's hard to sometimes convey that to the consumer or a potential consumer without it being like they don't care, they're skipping over it. I know. Right? The eyes roll and <laughs> Right. But I think that but I think that I'm super interested at least to hear like what the what, what's going on. Yeah, so there's different so what it is is so when you create a whey protein mm-hmm. specifically it's they get it from the cheese making process. So think cottage cheese. The easiest yes. analogy is that. So you got the chunks in there. That's yep. casein protein. Okay. And then yes. all the liquid stuff around it. That's whey. Yeah. Which is why in Europe they call it curds and whey. Oh, well, there you go. I love right? cottage cheese. It's awesome. It's so good. I like to blend it in my protein shakes. It makes like a delicious consistency. Yep. Yep. It's really good. It does. And so you get the whey protein from any cheese making process it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be cottage cheese and so they skim that off and Mm -hmm. then they collect it and they used to throw it away or give it to animals as like feed Mm -hmm. but then the bodybuilding industry back in the 80s and 90s realized whoa this is like this is like awesome yeah this is gold (laughs) right yeah so then they started harvesting it and they had to turn it into a powder so how do you like turn stuff into powder and filter the stuff out and get what you really want which is the protein where they started using like high heat okay and acidic manufacturing processes to basically burn off the stuff they didn't want okay that's the cheap easy dirty way to do it okay the cold processing is the lowest heat possible and then they're filtering it with like a cheesecloth like this really fine tooth filter and so it's a slow expensive process but it doesn't denature the protein so as you heat things up and i learned about all this when i was consulting for a raw food company mm-hmm. all about the, the the change that food goes through as you cook it yeah denatured proteins the molecules change a little bit and that's what causes a lot of the bloating indigestion your body doesn't know what to do with the molecule because it's not what it's supposed to be got it so it's easy to, easier to digest yeah yeah so yeah. it becomes so my proteins are more bioavailable is what they say uh-huh. you if you consume 20 grams you're going to 80% bioavailable, you're going to get 18 grams. But say the competitor that says, oh, I got a scoop of 24 grams. Yeah, but if it was made with, you know, if it's denatured proteins, yeah, maybe you're only getting 15. Yeah. See, that's important to know. How yeah. do people know that? No one knows that. Nobody knows that. I'm like one in a thousand that knows that. Well, now everyone <laughs> that listens to this podcast is going to know it too. Just getting educated here. How, like, <laughs> right? what is the... The more you know. Right, exactly. <laughs> What does the product development look like? Like how? So did you come out and you were like, okay, we want a line of protein powders. We want a line of pre-workout. We want the aminos. Yep. Okay, we know that. And then obviously your background, you probably know some way to approach it. But like, how are you like, okay, then here's our final product. How does that work? Yeah. So it, that's the fun part. I love doing that stuff. You like the product development part oh, of yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like I have... Um, with all the companies I work for, I have a lot of experience dealing with the different R&D yes. units and their PhDs and their food And you know scientists. how to the talk the shop and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. so you yeah. just pick up things as you go and being right. in it for 15 years, I just you just absorb stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had a physics degree in college, so like I loved the science, so I okay. dig into it more than a lot of people do. Yeah. And 
So Duke, what I, the fuck? How are you a marketer and a physicist <laughs> and you're an athlete and you're like a financial advisor? You're looking at your phone. It's very weird. <laughs> it's very cool. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and so I look at this and I go, okay, I, I, I know I want these types of products in my product portfolio that yes. I want Propel Life to sell yes. because this is the stuff that people really need. Yes. There's a lot of other things that you can start to launch sure. down the road, but this is this is it. Yeah. Like, this is the bulk of what people really need. Right. And then I have an idea of this is the best type of ingredient for each of the products. And okay. then I work with my manufacturer, their PhD, their food scientist, and I say, this is what I want. And then they start sourcing the ingredients and they uh -huh. send me samples. Okay. And then we start playing around with different ratios and then the fun parts when you start playing with like the different flavors that's and sweeteners what I dying and that's to know where about. it's like yeah. <laughs> you're doing all this like testing at your house with all these different people and then i go to gyms once i get it close i go to the gyms and i have the members try it and we just like, we kind of lock in and what people are going to want from right. like you know what's vanilla taste like? Yeah, how did you decide on the flavors? What are your protein flavors? Let's start with that. Yeah, so we have we have the basics. Okay. So we have vanilla, and mm -hmm. then we have chocolate. But we we have like vanilla bean because it's a specific type of vanilla. Mm -hmm. And that one, I love Briar's natural vanilla uh -huh. ice, ice cream. cream. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so I told my flavor guy, I'm like, close let's to try that to get as, as close yeah. to that as possible. <laughs> yeah. And and they did an amazing job. Yeah. And then like the vegan protein, I was like, I want this to be very like dark chocolate rich and I want that flavor to come through. And then mm -hmm. the whey protein's not as mm -hmm. much because it's more milkshakey. Uh-huh. And okay. so we just kind of play around with the different and then with the spice vanilla on the vegan protein, the Sacha so Inchi protein has like a spice to it. And so it was really coming through. It's almost like a chai. It's, yeah. It's, it's really good. It's awesome. It's, it's really very delicious. unique. So, okay, so once you have the like kind of baseline of the product, right? So you said now you're going out to gyms because I can imagine you're like, I think this tastes good, but like, is anyone else going to take like, this taste good? So you have to just get people's feedback. Is that pretty much how it works? Yeah, you go yeah. out, you just lots of different samples, and then you have people leave. And I, it's tough because when you do that type of research, mm -hmm. people start to tell you what they think you want to hear. So you kind of have to work through it and then ask questions and really kind of dig a yeah. bit. Oh, this is the greatest product ever. It's a very different than I'll spend money and buy it. Totally. Yeah. So totally. there's a little bit. I mean, people are polite, right? Uh, yeah. They don't want to tell you like Midwest, that was the worst sure. thing I've yeah. ever tasted in my life. You're like, oh, yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> but you actually need that kind of feedback. You need yeah. people to say that was a little bitter or that tasted a little off or the sweetness was a little bit too high. And How did you get, how did you get them to give you that? that truthful feedback would you, you just, hold like feedback sessions or you just go to gyms you i go to gyms what and are they then called I, focus groups that's what i'm trying to yeah think. yeah they're like focus groups yeah but i just would go to a, like some of our gyms that sell the product and people i knew in the beginning mm -hmm. and i just went and i talked to the owner i'm like hey i want to do this and you know then we'll, we'll have like them answer some questions written but then i want to just be able to like ask questions back and forth yeah and so that's when you way. ask them questions you just kind of ask it different ways mm-hmm so that, you know, yes, they kind of start totally. to feel comfortable enough to tell you one right. way or the other. Right. I'm like flashbacks to like developing surveys in like mm -hmm. my marketing class. Oh, yeah. yeah just <laughs> it's, ask it's the same stuff. shit a bunch of different ways. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. So what? Um, 
what do you what would you say like so but better question when did you when did you like first sell your first selling how long ago yeah so we started officially at a local event in columbus uh july 31st 2016 okay okay it was that was a while ago now three like three and a half years and then how has it evolved since just selling at that little local event it's it's crazy so being an entrepreneur is awesome and mm-hmm. we did a ton of planning <laughs> leading up to it. We we, we I imagine that had you like would. a yeah, we had like a <laughs> two year process of like planning and getting everything ready. And it was this great plan. And is it just you, your brother and your wife? Yeah, and then his yeah. wife really okay. helped a yeah. lot with bringing a lot of the marketing. She's a designer, so she did a lot of that pro bono for us, which cool. was awesome. That's a really interesting dynamic there of like all family. Mm-hmm. Did it ever get squirrely? thank god no we've had our ups and downs that everyone does but no no major no major issues it's thank you fingers crossed toes crossed everything's crossed right now yeah no i can (laughs) just see like if it was my siblings i mean i think it would be awesome would be amazing i think it would be one of the most fulfilling things to create something like this with a member of your family and like put it out in the world and have like a manifestation of that i think that would be an incredible feeling but i could see for me along the way that like we would totally be screaming at each other. There would be, it would be a disaster, <laughs> but that's, that's just me. I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. So 2016. Yeah. How's it evolved? What's. Well, it was crazy. So we had this entire plan, like this is what we're going to do. We're going to sell to bodybuilding.com and we're going to sell on Amazon and we're going to use this broker and we're going to sell on our website and we're going to sell through Whole Foods local vendor program. Mm-hmm. And we had this entire awesome plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm and sure it was looked really great and like an looked, awesome deck. It super, you could present it out to yep. me really well. <laughs> it was, had a hundred percent chance of success. Yes. Yeah. So six months in, we're like moving down the road with uh, with Whole Foods local stores in Columbus, and everything was positive, positive, positive. But then it was like they were slow playing us. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you get the announcement: Amazon's buying Whole Foods. Oh. Okay. So they froze the local program because they were selling their company. Right. They needed to keep their shelves uniform so they could value assets. Yeah. And sell the company. Mm-hmm. Well, there went that sales channel. Yep. Goodbye. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bodybuilding.com. Sign the papers. Got the insurance riders. Everything's ready to go. Going to place the order. Where's the order? Two weeks later. We're laying off 40% of our employees. Amazon is killing our business. We're not bringing on any new brands. Shit. That sales channel, gone. Amazon. Okay, we got Amazon in our in our website. This is good. Right. This they're is taking great. everything anyway, so this is really the only one that matters after all. <laughs> right? Yeah. Apparently, they're killing yeah. everybody. Yeah. We just need to be yeah. there. Yeah. So we've got this great broker. We I used them with multiple different consulting agencies. Okay, cool. So you yeah, have a like relationship. Like I knew they were awesome. Yeah. Because there's a... Amazon brokers are dime a dozen out there. Yeah. Like everyone's going to say, we, we're going to do this, yeah. this, and this, and then nothing happens. Right. These, this crew was awesome. We're talking to the number two person in the company. She's great. Been working with her for years with other brands. Papers are signed. Mm-hmm. Everything's built for Amazon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are got our ad spend. We've got ev- like ducks in a row. Going to start on Monday. Friday, I get a phone call. Nikki's leaving the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is devastating <laughs> okay. our company. She's going to go work for a VC firm that she got headhunted to go run their Amazon businesses. Fuck. We can't pick you up. 
Amazon. What's like, going through your mind? Well, welcome to entrepreneurship. Here we go. Right. Yeah. So it was basically th- being an entrepreneur is about adapting. So yeah. it's like, okay, this happened. Right. Now what now are we going to do? Right. Now what? So we're going to focus on ambassadors. We're going to focus on organically growing Amazon. We're going to focus on local gyms and a couple local stores. And this is what we're going to do. That is the perfect segue to talk about yeah. your marketing strategy. And, you know, as an outsider looking in, it seems brilliant. It's so smart. Like target people that are influential in the communities that you want to sell to. Yep. You have awesome videos that are so like they're so good i could watch those videos over and over again and not just the ones that i'm in either like (laughs) but those are awesome too but those are great those are really good (laughs) oh no they're so good but it, it it seems it seems really smart to me how obviously this was kind of like your pivot move yeah but you know what was the what was your strategy behind that? Like, did you know, like this? Okay, it's got to, it's got to be digital. It's got to be videos. It's got to look like this. Did you have like creative oversight on the videos? Did you let the videographer take care of it? Like all that. Yeah. So what we basically said was, community is a huge piece of what Propel Life stands for, and so okay, we've got this these sales channels. We've got our our website and. I don't have big ad budgets. I'm self-funding this. So I've got to bootstrap this and do this organically. So it's all about content, value, Mm -hmm. creation. And so it's we've got our Healthy Recipe blog. We've got our blog blog. Mm -hmm. We've got social media as our platform. Yeah. And so it's how do we get the best spread knowing that Facebook, Instagram, they want to filter businesses down so you have to pay for them. So how do you mm-hmm. how do you hack that? Right. Right? Right. And so how do you and you do it authentically? Mm-hmm. So we went out onto the streets to the local gyms and we found people that loved Propel the Life. Right. That read the about page and were mm-hmm. like, This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. we went to micro influencers. Mm-hmm. We went to gyms that loved our product That's and sold it, it and we knew the owner and we just said, Hey, what can we do to collaborate? Yeah. And that's where we came up with, we found this awesome photographer. We found this awesome videographer. They're so great. That don't need a whole lot of direction. They just, they get it. Like they just totally. get it. How'd you find them? Uh, So the videographer, Bobby Oxen, yeah. he goes to my gym. Okay, cool. And was a personal, he's a personal trainer there, but then he like just absolutely has a passion for creating videos. His videos are so good. And so, yeah, and they keep getting better. And then Michael Patrick is the same thing. Like he's a local fitness guy, works out of CrossFit gyms, was in finance, but had this awesome passion for taking photos, like action photos, Mm -hmm. like real workout photos. And so I connected with him because I just, I saw what he was doing in some of the gyms we were selling at. I'm like, I got to reach out to this guy. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it is, it feels so much like, yeah, it's just your community. It's like the people that we're working out with. It's the people that we live by, live next to. Yep. And like in this world of, yeah, we can go on Amazon and I can get anything to my door in a day. That's great. Cool. But like it's so much more special when it's like this guy that works at my gym is making this protein powder. The guy that's working out next to me shooting it. It's on my Instagram. The woman that I follow that does yoga is the like it just feels <laughs> so small in a in a way that. It's comforting because it can sometimes with 
big corporations and the internet that were it's so detached yep right and this just like brings it all more, more together thank you for a digital based company but then how do you still connect yeah it's the most important thing i think that brands can do right now yep. like there has to be a feeling mm -hmm. there has to be a feeling in a story and you know in one second we're gonna cut through the bullshit if you're trying to tell me some bullshit how do you find time outside of what you're doing to take care of yourself like what does that look like for you I'm just probably listening or will be listening to this so <laughs> um it's it's not easy so it's seriously it's about like saying okay we're not going to have the phone at dinner yeah or we're not going to take the phone into this event that we're, we're going to leave it in the car mm -hmm. and you just you just force unplugging when it's when i'm doing the social media the order fulfillment, the sample creation, the uh, finances, the taxes, like when you're doing the entire company and then it's just like, okay, hon, I, I can't, I can't do this. Can you pick like the, the spillover or yeah. uh, my, my brother's wife, Erica, Hey, I need you to design this thing for me. Can you get it to me by this day? And yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. I've recently been in this place of like, I have my full-time like corporate job trying to grow the podcast it's i mean it, if i'm being realistic from like the moment that i wake up yeah. i will start working until the moment that i go to sleep right oh yeah and every day every day it could happen yeah. i am trying to be better about like mm -hmm. not letting that happen yeah. because of my fucking mental health but even recently right. <laughs> yeah for the first time ever i've always said like no matter what i would never like put my physical fitness in the back seat and like this past month, it's had to take the back seat. Yep. Something had to give and like that's what's going to go. Yep. And so I was interested to hear, you know, has that ever suffered for you or maybe not suffered? I won't even put, frame it that way, yep. but like taken less of a priority. And like what does it look working out look like for you now? So I am very regimented about my workout, but it's very flexible about when and how I do it. And so I am, yeah, thankfully, fingers crossed, I've had those exact same thoughts. I haven't done it yet and I've had those thoughts in the last month because we're getting to this like pressure point where we're not a startup startup but we're not like big enough and stable like that's going to be five years like when they you see these statistics and you're like you know 80% of companies fail in the first five years this stuff is real this shit's real I know that's what I I mean I think it's good for people to hear too people that are you know going after their own thing or doing whatever and you're like you know, a couple years in, you're like, I'm still not doing anything. You're like, you're an infant. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's going to take time. It, it, patience. It's like, how can you be working as fast as humanly possible and patient at the exact same time? Because you're going to want to work at a certain pace, but the rest of the world, they don't give a shit. No, they it's don't. Totally. And so you have to like balance this urgency with patience for the world around you. That's been a big learning. Do you have any sense of, comparison or do you ever get down of like it's not going the way that I want it to go this other person's doing this thing or this company's had this kind of growth do you play into that game ever everybody does mm -hmm. but at the same time then I just I like mentally slap myself in the face and I go no like their situation can't be anything like your situation exactly yeah it, it's funny because like RX bar sold for 600 million dollars 
When they just like regular people getting going? We're Wittenberg graduates from my college four years bef- after me. I had an RX bar today. But you know what? Their situation was very different. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have no idea like what they went through. And they're one in a million. I know. They're one in a million. And it doesn't mean that like because you're not that one in a million that you won't be successful. Yeah. It's just not the time right now. What, what I always sort of remind myself about is... Just keep delivering the absolute best product with the absolute best customer service and then actually give a shit about helping people. Because when you truly want to help someone find their healthy and you spend your time on this blog or you answer this customer service email, it makes a difference. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I I, I tell myself my like mantra is like, put your blinders on. Don't don't look. What is it? What does it feel like to you to create meaningful content where you're connecting with people and helping them tell their story? And like, that's what I just have to go back to. Yep. Because, you know, you fall into anything like, oh, this look what this person's doing or that happened so fast for them or I'm not doing as much as I should be. You just have to like come back to like, I guess it's like your values, right? Yeah. Stick to the values and stick to your purpose and your why. And then when you're doing really good things for other people, it's coming around. Yeah, that's what I believe, too. Just be patient. Yeah, that's what I believe, too. Um, Okay, Duke, we've arrived to the question. Okay. What does being fit mean to you? I looked at that one a lot. (laughs) Well, it's it's arguably the most important question that we ask on the show. (laughs) And it's changed for me throughout my life. Yeah. For me right now, at 39 years old, like... I really enjoy going in, getting a really good workout, Mm -hmm. but feeling great Mm -hmm. during it and after. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's, I totally walked away from the ego lifting a long time ago. It's like, I don't care how much I bench or squat or lift or whatever. It's just, I want to feel damn good. I know. And look good. Yeah, definitely. Of course. (laughs) I know. There's no zero shame in that either. That's what fit means for me. That's amazing. What's what's coming up? You guys have any like you're coming out of Cincinnati anytime soon? This airs. When does this air? It's twenty uh, fourth. We'll be down in Cincinnati. I don't know when the next Taste of Fitness event is. Oh, with the Beauty Boost. At least two down here this year. So yeah. Get both of those. And then I know we've got some samples with some of the SOS. Yes. Uh, yep. 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 Up and, and getting their gym going. That's a great gym. I know. I'm super excited that they're here. I have like my like seven classes that I need to like cash in on. I bought them like middle of December, but I haven't been in Cincinnati for a week consistently in order to use them. them. So I'm going to start next week. I'm really, really excited. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for talking science to us. I appreciate it. Thanks for making the drive. Oh, the drive was easy and it was worth it. Thanks for some happy hour red wine too. Okay, where can people follow you? Where can they buy the products? Yeah, follow us on whether it's Facebook or Instagram. It's just Propello Life. Mm-hmm. Propello Life. Yep. And then our website is www.propellolife.com. And they can order right from the website. Yep, and it's always cool. free shipping. Oh, awesome. Yep, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it, you can return it. They're going to call you personally because you'd be the one to take that call wouldn't you it's like three times in three years someone hasn't liked the product all right guys thanks so much for listening as always reminder follow me at chrissy grody on instagram and at what the fit podcast 
DM me. Tell me what you're thinking. Uh, Patreon, if you're loving What The Fit, help support. And if you're looking to grow your business, advertise with What The Fit. DM me for information or email whatthefitpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much. (laughs) 